This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. We are glad to be back in the saddle. It is Wednesday, the 27th of December. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Counting today, five days until 2024. Yeah, baby. You've got the Old Man's Podcast with Derek Kirk and the Navigators coming to you live this morning. And uh, we are feeling it. It is a good day for a great day. Yeah, baby. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Eric's busy sharing the show out. It's a good day for a great day. Well, like good morning, here. everybody. Old man, Cindy, good to have you. Good to have you with us, buddy. How Hopefully was your weekend? We're... I mean, it was pretty good. Hopefully everybody had a fantastic Christmas as we are getting ready to wrap up 2023. Yeah, I know. Man, five days counting today, man. Five days counting today. Jeez. Uh-huh. Hi, Cindy. Hello, Lucky Me. Good to see everybody here. Hey there, Lucky Me. Sounds like you're busy, Eric. What are you doing? You so you always sounds I'm like picking up some chicken minis at Chick Fil A. Oh, hi, Miss Dixie. Man, it always sounds like you're doing fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I just dropped off one of my housemates at their dialysis treatment for today. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, how long does that take? It usually takes up to four hours. Really? Oh wow. And they have to do that once a three once, days a week. Three days a week. Oh my lord. Yeah. Right. Grammy's husband used to have, uh, first husband used to have that done. And they actually oh, had wow. it set up here in the house. She had uh, the machines and all the equipment. Oh, like, oh he would do it every night. Sounds like Roy would. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I never really talked to her about it. But uh, holy moly. Well, we wish him well. And uh, yeah. I hope everything works out for him. Hey, so this is it, man. We are in the countdown, the countdown to the end of the year. It's coming up. It's coming up fast. And uh, hi, Miss Dixie. Good to see you. Hope everybody had a great Christmas and a great uh, weekend. 
I did. It was good. It was all right. It was all right. Everybody's been asking me how my Christmas went. It went all right. I missed Grammy. I missed her, but we talked quite a bit on the phone. She was having a good time over there. Right. Uh, she uh, she really uh, threw the damper on everything for me, though, because uh, she said that they had, uh, you know, their homemade their homemade uh, Christmas uh, meals in that. And what they had The two chicken minis and Mark Hatch friends. And we're listening to Eric ordering breakfast right now. And uh, I, I was talking to the clerk. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, what you ordered. Uh, and uh, I'm going to put you on mute, Eric. Grammy, Grammy told me that they had homemade macaroni and cheese. Homemade macaroni and cheese. And she was rubbing that in my face. Guess what we had? What? Mac and cheese, homemade mac and cheese. And then she goes, and with the with the shell macaroni, the shell mac. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Man, she was driving me nuts. I go, that's just not fair. That is not fair. First off, I'm here by myself, all by myself here on, on Christmas, all alone. You're away, and now you're telling me you're eating homemade macaroni and cheese. I know, right? That <laughs> right? sounds like, like what Stephanie How? from Full House would say they're lucky me. How rude. <laughs> How rude, exactly. How rude. How rude was that? Uh, but she's having a good time. She's enjoying herself. And uh, she's yeah, still got she another. Is. She's still got a, she's still got two and a half weeks to go, Eric. My goodness. Oh wow. And, and um Yeah, but um but well I know that we're having all the fun here. Um, yeah. You know what I noticed though, Eric? Now that she's gone, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, now that she's gone, it's really quiet around here. Stone quiet in the house. I never realized how much we laugh and giggle and have fun while we're together. Uh, but it's quiet, and I noticed that uh, I am basically a pig. Yeah, I'm a pig. I look around. I go, Oh my god! I need, I need to straighten this joint up a little bit. Good lord! You know, I'm just, just mm-hmm. man. So, but anyway, it's all good. It's good times. It's good. It's good to be back, man. I was, I was biting at the bit, you know, not doing the podcast. I tell you, it was, uh, it was tough. I thought about doing a music show, but I didn't. I didn't do one. I stayed away from it. And I was having withdrawals. I was having withdrawals. Hey, the 620 Patio Podcast today, Mm -hmm. uh, they're doing a serious uh, thing on addictions. And uh, you might want to make sure that you tune in for that. I'm sure they'll tell us what the time is uh, of their show. uh, They'll post it in the chat room for us. And uh, so we can get everybody to go over there and check it out. But... uh, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking about addictions, and uh, we're addicted to people. What do they call that? Codependent? I mean, uh, it's like I'm addicted to pe- I'm addicted to Grammy. I'm a- I'm addicted to Grammy. I need Grammy around. Uh, so that's that's a is that a good addiction or a bad addiction? I don't know. I don't know. But that's something to think about. You know, are you addicted to people? Are you addicted to uh, someone? Are you codependent? That can either be good or bad, I guess. I don't know. Tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time is the two o the the two o o wait the six two o six two o patio podcast tonight at 7 p.m. 
Central Time. Make sure to check it out. They got a serious subject they're going to be talking about. It's about addictions, and uh, it it should be fairly fairly interesting to listen to. If you can't if you can't listen to it live, you can catch it on the download. Download that Podbeam app onto your phones, and uh, that way it makes it easier to go into the live show and to listen to things on the download because you can download them through Podbeam. There you go. Tune in tonight to find out if it's good or bad. We will talk about it. <laughs> uh, Cindy says, I have become addicted to the old man's music and regular show. Thanks. Thanks, Cindy. That's a good addiction. Yeah. Yeah, sure it is. That's a good addiction right there. I just got done sharing to Twitter X and I'm about to share it to the Podbean Podcast Nation. There you go. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Try to get as many people in here as we possibly can. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, this is, uh, this next few days are going to be kind of light, I think, because people are getting ready. Now they're getting over Christmas. They got to get ready for the New Year's and they're wrapping everything up. So I figure, you know, it's normal. It's normal. This is a light time of year for that. Uh, uh, Oh, Miss Dixie says, uh, I, I say you're more dependent on her and enjoy being around her, not addicted. Yeah, you're right. Hi, Mercy. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping Welcome, in. Mercy. Come on in. <clears throat> uh, you're right, Miss Dixie. Yeah. Um, we we just have, uh, man, I just, you know, like I said, we can be in opposite sides of the room, opposite sides of the house, not really doing anything, but the presence, the presence. The presence of your loved one in the house makes a big difference. I mean, uh, you know, because you know they're there. And I can always swing in. I always swing into her little craft room. Hey, what are you doing in there? Hey, what's going on? You know, or she'll do it to me while I'm sitting in here in the uh, studio. Hey, what are you doing in there? What's going on? You know, but uh, we just have one. Hey, Brent, good to see you. I'm awake. <laughs> there you go. I'm awake. Welcome, Brent. Uh, what was this thing I saw? I watched that movie, Asteroid, Asteroid City. Asteroid City. That is a very interesting, uh, uh, interesting, um, uh, movie. It, it's, it's really entertaining. I like it. I like it. It's, uh, it's a good movie. Uh, you need to watch it if you can. Asteroid City. But in there is a song that they say, that they play at the end of the movie and... Uh, it's something like you can't you can't be awake if you haven't gone to sleep. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's an interesting, interesting thought. You can't be awake if you haven't gone to sleep, or if you haven't been to sleep. You can't be awake if you haven't been to sleep. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You can't be awake. And I thought, well, that is interesting. And I was wondering, what are those statements? What are those statements called? I gotta, I gotta get a hold of Shonda and find out. There's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a name for those kinds of statements, you know, because I've read a bunch of them before, and uh, I think that song is full of them, you know, um, uh, stuff like that. You know, you can't be awake if you haven't been asleep. Um, I I can't right off the top of my head think more about because I actually wasn't going to talk about it. It just popped into my head uh, because Abram said that she is, just woke up. <clears throat> and Abram, by the way, is posting uh, today in history things in the chat room. If you're interested, 
a day mm -hmm. in history. Uh, let's see. Let's see the first one. She posted one. In December 1963, January 1964, 17-year-old Gardner stayed awake for 11 days and 24 minutes. That equals to 264 and a half hours, breaking the previous record of 20 of 260 hours held by Tom Rounds. I have tried. I, I, I have tried to see how long I can stay awake. I remember doing this when I was a kid, and uh, I, I don't think I made it 48 hours. Uh, I was passing out 48 hours. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to stay awake, but that's something. Could you stay awake for 11 days? I don't know. I uh, don't know if I could. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, that's not it. Well, that, oh, that's not a today in history thing. That's just something she looked up. Uh, Abram says her longest day is two days, so 48 hours. Um, man, you know, I mean, you think about wartime, World War II and that. Those guys were staying awake. I mean, how do you sleep? How do you sleep when you're in the heat of a battle, you know? And those guys were staying awake three or four or five days of, days in a row, you know. Um, weird, weird stuff. Try it. Try to stay awake. Try to stay awake. The problem with me doing that now, after about uh, after about two hours, I start getting grumpy. I need to take a nap. I need to take a nap so I can't stay awake. There's the today in histories right there. <clears throat> ah, let's see, let's see between. Uh, um, Man, it just posted them too fast for me. I can't read them. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. Hi, me. Uh, let's see. I got to pick the ones that I can say the words. <laughs> I'm not in the very good. In 1939, between 20,000 and 40,000 die in a magnitude 8 earthquake in Turkey. Yeah. What was that? What was that earthquake in 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 Alaska? They had wasn't that in the sixties? The sixties they had that Alaskan earthquake, wasn't it? A nine point seven something like that was. It was a huge one. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember being a kid when that happened, and I remember looking at all the photos and that from that earthquake in the Life magazine, and uh, I tell you, it was devastating. Devastating. Now, there's two things I saw in in photos. That I thought were really fascinating. They caught my Technology. caught my eye, and, and that was one was earthquake, uh, the earthquake in Alaska, and the uh, the explosion of uh, Mount St. Helens. That was always two of the most fascinating things I've ever seen in photos. That I've actually, you know, I I, I lived. I mean, we we hear about volcanoes erupting all the time in the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. But to have one so close as to the Mount St. Helens, at the time that went, I was in, uh, I lived in Arizona. So we saw the uh, newscasts of it. And I remember seeing the newscast going, oh my God. You know, that was something. That was something. And then when I met Grammy, find out that Grammy's house here in Vancouver, Washington, uh, you could see Mount St. Helens from her front porch. And uh, I said, did you see that volcano in it? And she goes, yeah. Yeah, we saw it. We stood right here and watched it. I was like, oh, my God, that's a, that's fascinating. That's fascinating stuff right there. Uh, let's see. Lucky Me says, a bucket list item for me is to break the Guinness, uh, Guinness Book of World Records, but it won't be that one. <laughs> oh, the sleep record? <laughs> In 1932, Radio City Music Hall, 
designed by Edward Durrell Stone and Donald Desky, opens at Rockefeller Center in Manhattan, New York City. I believe that is still functioning, isn't it? Isn't Radio City uh, Music Hall still going on? Um, I believe it is. It is. Welcome, Sultana. And um, because I think like the the draw to the Radio City Music Hall is the Radio City Rockettes, and um, and they have to do year round training in order that the Rockettes have to to kick their legs like higher than their heads. Yeah, I understand that trying to become a Rockette is not an easy thing. I mean, they're tryouts. They're tryouts. And then plus two, they've got, uh, you know, regulations they got to maintain. They got to maintain weight mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, yeah, they got to all be a certain height, you know, within a certain height and weight. And, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not an easy thing. That and then they've got to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they all, uh, they all got to look almost identical. That is quite the sight to see is watching them Rockettes doing all their kicks and all that stuff. Uh, it is. Uh, and, um, and you know, you know, like, the, like them, like kicking their heads, like over their heads like that, uh, their, their feet over their heads like that. It's almost like they, they have to be like, like keep it perfect. Like similar to how, like, if you were to see, um, soldiers like in a, in a parade, it's like they have, they have to like do the, the steps perfectly. <clears throat> If you've right. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be in step. It, and, it's basically uh, an art form, in other words. Yeah, and if you get out of line, man, they yell at you. They get on your case oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. You Did know, you ever it, watch? It, you know, like one wrong move, there's hell to pay. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Eric, have you ever watched uh, Synchronized Swimming? Have you ever, have you ever I've, watched I've that? I've watched it in the Olympics. Um but too bad I didn't really pay attention to the Tokyo Olympics a couple of years ago, which was delayed by one year, and then we got the Paris Olympics coming up next year. But I, I think, of course, the Olympics are not a bad sport. But but I think in recent years I feel like watching the Olympic coverage on NBC has become like unwatchable. Like, and it's like the the commentators just want to talk on and on and on. And I'm like, well, you just shut up and you know let us watch it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, amen to that. Amen to that. Shut up and let us watch. Yeah, we're not tuning in to listen to you, jibber jabber. I know, I know or, exactly. Or shove, what shove certain things down our throats. I know they turned it into a big political thing. No, I just because want to watch. We, we watch the Olympics like other sporting events because we want to be entertained. Yeah, yeah, we want to watch the Olympic events. You know, we want to watch people well, in action. You know, we, we don't want to listen to um. You know, is, is Biden winning? Is Trump winning? I mean. Yeah, we'll we'll get get to the election when we get there. That's what I, I say. hear, Eric. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I think the commentators and that on sporting events anymore have become political opinionists. You know, partisan. I'm not in, in other words. Yeah, I'm not interested in what you think. I want to watch the game. All right, I, I don't care what. Tell me, I want to hear the uh, the play by play guy. And even the analysis now they're having they what they call the color commentators. I'm I'm starting to be annoyed by these guys. Well, you know what he's thinking, Jim. He's really thinking that this is how do you know what he's thinking? Well, you know what he really needs to do now is he needs to get out there and he got no, you know, just just hush up. Hush up. Let me watch the game. I mean, we're not mind readers. No, no. And just because they played the sport doesn't mean they have the big insight as to what's going out on the actual 
on the ice or in the field or something like that. You know, just let me watch the game. Uh, one time I watched it. Uh, I watched a hockey game on uh, ESPN, and um, they were going on as usual, the play-by-play and the color commentator. And then I don't know something came up in the booth that they had to break away from. They go, "Well, we're just going to let you listen to what hockey sounds like." And they, sh- they, Eric, they shut up. They they shut up for about three minutes, and all you could hear was. All you could hear was what was going on on the ice and the skating, and you could hear the players t- yelling and talking to each other and all this and that. And I thought, man, they need to do that all the time. Well, and, then, uh, and you could just like hear, you know, hear like the fans in the audience, you know, just cheering them on, and and then, yeah. and then some of them you would hollering over the top of their lungs and doing that little whistle cheer. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Paul G, good to see you. Hey, uh, let's see. Just uh, let us listen to that. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, let us listen to that. Let us listen to what's going on. And they could do that with every sport. They could do that with every sport. Mm-hmm. Football, they could shut up in football in the booth for a whole play series. Let us hear the guy. Let us hear the quarterback counting the cadence down. Let us hear the noise of this of the play going off. Let us hear the grunts and the and the hits and the, yeah, let us hear that stuff. No, we don't need to listen to those guys talking all the time. I mean, we could do that right now on the show. We could do that right now on the show. And we can stop all the commentator, and you can hear what's going on in the podcast. Are you ready? Here we go. Right. All right. Now that's kind of boring because you can't see what's going on. <laughs> you can hear what's going on, like <laughs> you can hear Eric turning, putting his turn signal on, and turning. <laughs> yeah, it don't quite work for a. Yeah, radio. nibbling on breakfast too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It don't quite work. They like, say it's not polite to talk with your mouth full. Yeah. Well, your mom and grandma would be hollering at you right now. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You can't do that on a radio or a podcast where you don't have visual. Visual. Uh, yeah. It's just. Uh, well. Work. Well, and, you know, we're not going to be like Joe Rogan or Megyn Kelly or or Charlemagne the God or or Tim Pool because you know they make it look and sound so professional, which they are professional because they have such such a, a mass following like they do, but. But we're just a small independent podcast. We're grateful to have like three thousand plus, um, you know, people following the show and downloading our shows, and and the and the upwards about twenty to thirty people who would come in our live shows on a given day. Right. Hey, you know, speaking of Joe Rogan, I would like to see. I'd like to see some of his numbers because I'm really curious. Because he, he uh, I read a thing that said he's the number one podcast again of the year. But I, I want to well, know so how many people are watching his watching his live uh, podcast when he does the video the video feeds, and and how many is listening to him, you know, and how many listening to him on the download? I mean, I, I'd like to see that man's numbers. I really would. Uh, you know, they got to be right. They got to be in the in the multi millions. The numbers. I mean, it's just astronomical. I'm just curious. Well, though, I've I, even. I've even heard stories, even, and I think James, you know, had somebody I think reach out to him, James, from the Slightly Serious Show, if if I'm not mistaken, saying that that if if you know that Joe Rogan might have got wind of some of our podcasts that, and that he would be interested in having us on. But like I said, I don't know if this is true or not. But but of course he would be, um, but you'd have to be really comfortable in his presence, much like you'd have to be comfortable in your presence, because I, I like I like we don't we don't we might not know Joe Rogan personally and. You know, or like the kind of like personality has in real life. Um, 
but I, I guess he kind of like wants you to like mellowed out because well, even I, though he's I, not a, a professional newscaster, he's a great conversationalist. Well, I followed him when, when younger in his young, in his early career. I watched him on Fear Factor. You know, oh, yeah. he was he was the host on Fear Factor and uh, some of his earlier stuff. I remember watching him on shows. Yeah, I've always liked Joe Rogan. I, I, I've always liked Joe Rogan. I, I think I, he I, did did that sitcom Just Shoot Me opposite like David Spade and and a couple. Yeah, Kevin wasn't Kevin. he like this? Wasn't he like the maintenance man? I think he was the I maintenance was. man. Yeah. The maintenance man in that show, yeah, and he's, and he's also a stand-up comic too. I didn't know that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, but uh, yeah, what an interesting guy. I remember seeing him with the UFC when he got involved with the UFC fighting and all that stuff, and uh, being a commentator for that. Uh, yeah, interesting career. Interesting career. Abrams says in 1947, the first Howdy Doody show. Puppet Playhouse nice. telecast on NBC. Howdy Doody. I remember that show. Howdy Doody show. Uh, let's see. 1979, after invading Afghanistan two days earlier, Soviet forces pulled off a coup in Kabul, killing President Amin. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, what else we got here? What else we got here? Uh, everybody's just talking among themselves. We've got a very active chat room. People talk among themselves. Hey, Spanky, good to see you, brother. Well, we got 10 total um, people, including the host. Oh, uh, yeah. But like I said, is it, these next few days... And I'm are sure to pick really up. Hopefully, Russ and Shep will join us shortly. Right. But like I said, these next few days is going to be kind of uh, kind of uh, um, slow because uh, leading into the leading into uh, the first of the uh -huh. year... Hey, that, that reminds me, on uh, uh, Sunday, December 31st, at 11 p.m. Pacific Time, we are going to have our second annual Countdown to the New Year show, where we go live, right. and then uh, we just sitting and waiting for the New Year's to come, and then we count down, and then we blast everybody with the big horn. And as uh, so we're celebrating the uh, the beginning of the New Year's here on the Pacific Coast side, on the left hand the left hand side of the country, not the well. Right um, and of course, speaking of New Year's weekend, this Saturday on the Beans and Weenie Show, it'll be Spanky's big birthday. So um, hopefully, Spanky will come in the show on Friday for us to serenade him for his birthday. Oh, now, come on, the drunken cellar choir. Come on, Spankster. You know you want to come in here, and uh, you you want us to have the Drunken Sailor Choir sing happy birthday to you on Friday. You know you want to. Come on. Come on now. Come on, Spankster. He's turning 21 again. Again? Oh, my. Doesn't look a day over 18. Doesn't look a day over 18. <laughs> Oh, you know you have to. You know, as soon as we see you, we'll fire up the choir. We load up the choir, and uh, we'll sing to you uh, just so you can have it. Hey, you know, that would be kind of a good uh, soundbite for him to uh, to uh, to have on the, on the other Saturday show. But on the Beans and Weenie show, yeah, is the old man the old man's drunken sailor choir singing happy birthday to him? Yeah, yeah, you can take well, it. Well, um, hopefully, Scooter will be here for that. that. What's that? We need to, well, he needs to have Scooter in so Scooter can have a have a saved recording of that. <laughs> ah, they could download the show and pull that clip. Absolutely. I, I would, I mind him. Yeah, you could do that. That'd be a, that'd be hilarious. Um, you know, I was looking at this thing 
speaking of birthdays and us getting older, I, I looked, I found this thing and it's talking about comments made in the year 1957. Comments made in 1957. Uh, this just when I started reading Welcome this, it was like, you. it was like things don't change much, do they? You know, the names and the numbers, uh, dollar amounts change a little bit, but the comments don't really change at all. Here are some of the comments made from 1957. I tell you one thing if things keep going the way they are, it's going to be impossible to buy a week's groceries for $20. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'm afraid to send my kids to the movies anymore. Ever since they let Clark Gable get a, get by with saying "damn it" on in Gone with the Wind, it seems every new movie has either hell or damn in it. Oh boy, oh boy! Have you seen the new cars coming out next year? It won't be long before five thousand dollars will only buy a used one. There you go. Tell me about it. If cigarettes keep going up in price, I'm going to quit. A quarter a pack is ridiculous. Now, these are comments made in 1957. Did you hear the post office, did you hear the post office is thinking about charging a dime just to mail a letter? Wow. What were we going to say, Eric? Well, you know, and like the people complain about like the price of of combustible cigs or tobacco going up, and then complaining they're going to quit if the prices go up even more. Have they still quit? Doesn't look like it. No, I don't know. No, no, they haven't. Or, uh, or, or like Mo Mona's mom in that nineteen ninety film Crybaby, who says that she's paid taxes on these cigarettes, but what what does she get in return? Happiness? She says, "Hell no, I get tuberculosis. <laughs> I get cancer." Yeah, what an investment. Yeah. Here's some more statements. If they raise the minimum wage to a dollar, nobody will be able to hire outside help at the store. If they raise minimum wage to a dollar. Here's another one. When I first started driving, who would have thought gas would someday cost 50, uh, 29 cents a gallon? Guess we'd be better off leaving the car in the garage. Yeah. Kids today are impossible. Those ducktail haircuts made it impossible to uh, make it impossible to stay groomed. Next thing you know, boys will be wearing their hair as long as the girls. Yeah, this is like about, uh, what, uh, uh, five years before the Beatles hit the scene? Five, six years? Mm -hmm. uh, if, they, if they think I'll pay 50 cents for a haircut, forget it. <laughs> 50 cents for a haircut. I wish. Have they seen the cost for the to like get a perm or, or some other expensive do? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you no. Know, nowadays, you don't even have a guy's barber. I mean, you're going into a, uh, you know, a beauty salon. You know, I mean, you don't have a good old fashioned guy's barber. You walk in, it has that that certain smell to it, you know. And you got the girly magazines on the counter. You know, you don't have a guy's. Uh, you know, when you walk in and they insult you, and you're just trading insults back and forth. There's no sense seeing as a regular good old guy barber shop anymore. I read the other day where some scientists think it's possible to put a man on the moon by the end of the century. They even have some fellows they call astronauts preparing for it down in Texas. <laughs> These are things said in 1957. 1957.
Did you see where some baseball player just signed a contract for $75,000 a year just to play ball? It wouldn't surprise me if someday they'll make it, uh, they'll be making more than the president. Yeah, what did uh, uh, Otani sign? $700 million. Yeah, good Lord. I never thought I'd see the day all the kitchen appliances would be electric. They are even making electric typewriters hey, now. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, Russ, we're reading the things that were said in 1957. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> it's too bad things are so <coughs> tough nowadays. I see where a few married women are having to work to make ends meet. Mm. From 57. It won't be long before young couples are going to have to hire someone to watch their kids so they can both work. All right. Marriage doesn't mean a thing anymore. Those Hollywood stars seem to be getting divorced at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just afraid the Volkswagen car is going to open the door to a whole lot of foreign businesses. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh here's one here's a, uh, another couple. We got a couple more sayings from 1957. Thank goodness I won't be alive to see the day when the government takes half our income in taxes. I sometimes wonder if we are electing the best people to Congress. Huh. Uh, that sounds awful familiar. Well, you know, they a say drive... that every election cycle, don't they? And yet we still get yeah. the same failed Democrat and Republican politicians being elected and reelected. But but a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, people stay complacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just soon, ah, whatever. Nothing's going to change. Or let's just, just keep, keep them, in other words. Or yeah. what, what's the worst they could do? More, yeah. Okay, here's here's a couple more left to say. The drive-in restaurant is convenient and in nice weather, but I seriously doubt they will ever catch on, the drive-in restaurants. Um, there is no sense going to Lincoln or Omaha anymore for a weekend. It costs nearly $15 a night to stay in a hotel. $15 a night. And the last one, the last one of these sayings from 1957, no one can afford to be sick anymore. $35 a day in the hospital is too rich for my blood. Too rich for my blood. And there you go. There are your sayings from 1957. Doesn't seem, uh, Russ, it doesn't seem like much, much has changed, has it? People are still complaining about the same things, only the numbers are higher. The price is that's higher, so it's the same stuff. Yeah, I wish I could get a room for 50. Well, uh, price of inflation. I know, huh? <laughs> I can't even stay in my own room for $15. Good Lord. Yeah, there you go. That's how things are. Hey, so I saw another thing I found. Hey, Russ, before I get started on that stuff, uh, hey, how you doing? How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing Doing good. good. How was how was your Christmas? It's very good. Very good. Kids really enjoyed it. So I love seeing the pictures that Sarah posted. You guys look like you were having fun. Kids are all happy and cheery and all that. And you even had a you even had a smile on your face, Russ. Good lord. What was that all about? 
Uh, that's for pictures, man. <laughs> you know, $15 for 1957 is $161.23 today. Really? Can you imagine wow. having to go to Omaha, Nebraska and pay $161 for a room? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And that'd In be Nebraska. the Nebraska. <laughs> that'd be the cheapest part of the trip. Could you imagine filling your car up and driving now? Man. Oh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, say I, had fun. I was gonna I was gonna comment to Sarah. I saw the pictures and I was gonna say, uh, I go. Who's that? Who's that guy running around in that blue hoodie? You know, because they had to hoodie up and all that. And uh, and then I saw, and then I saw another picture. And there you are sitting there with your blue hoodie on too, but the hood's down. And I'm going, oh, that's their son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Caleb. Yep, it was Caleb. Yeah, I go look at that. Yeah, yeah I was going to be a smart axe, but yeah, you know, what can I say? Yeah, they grow up so fast. They do. They do. Um, so how's he doing? Uh, he's going to be moving out towards uh, J-Baby here this upcoming year. Really? He's moving to Denver? Yeah, right outside of Denver. In, uh, Estes Park. Why? He's got a music group that he's a part of called uh, Face Tape. Uh-huh. And uh, they got some touring dates around Denver area this upcoming year and uh, one of their guys lives out there and uh well his grandparents lived out there and his grandparent his granddad had died last year his grandma just died this year oh so he got he got left a house out in estes park and um so he's invited caleb and a couple of the other guys that are part of the group to come move in with him have him pay off the taxes on the house and all that stuff and yeah use it as a home base for the band yeah, cause and he set up tour and he set up some. I, I call them tour dates because I have no way. What else you'd call them? Little gigs, gigs around. Yeah, gigs around the Denver area for their group. So uh, next year should be exciting for him. Yeah, I hey, wish lucky. him all the success, all the success in the world. Uh, <clears throat> that's good. That's good. But I've always wondered what is. It seems like every time I talk to somebody, they know someone, or they're from, or they're going to Colorado. And I, I, for the life of me, don't know what the draw is to Colorado. Uh, really <coughs> it's in the middle of the country. That's it. Uh, pretty close. Yeah, I'm looking at a map right now. It is pretty close. Um, I don't know. Well, see, Abrant, Abrant, you're in Utah, right, Abrant? You're in Utah? Yeah, I lived in Utah for a while as a kid. You know, Colorado, been to Colorado several times. Hmm, I don't know. That, those four states there, the 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 four states, uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah, you know, that make the four corners right there. Interesting group of states. I've always thought they should be just one big giant state. You should take Arizona should invade New Mexico, take them over. And then it'd be an easy trip to go into Colorado and take over Colorado. And I don't know, Utah might be a little tough to take, take them over, but they could buy them in. They could buy them in. And New Mexico is like Arizona's ugly little stepsister, man. You only go there when you can't afford Arizona anymore. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's where Big Penny lives. She lives in New Mexico. Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> Never mind. We love New Mexico. We love New Mexico. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm not, you said, I'd love to go to Albuquerque. <laughs> 
Yeah, she lives in Santa Fe. Oh, you should come to Santa Fe. Oh, yeah. I go to Santa Fe. I go, what's the difference between Santa Fe and Tucson? It's all desert, man. It, it's just, well, we got Roswell here in Area 51. And she, when I was there, the last time I was there, she wanted to get me to go to Roswell. Hey, let's go to Roswell. You want to go to Roswell? Nah, not really. <laughs> you don't want to go see Area 51? Well, you, nah, not really. Well, they didn't. That's just where they crashed at, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they sent all the alien craftware and all that stuff to Ohio, to Wright's Air Force Base in Ohio. Um, supposedly, supposedly, if you believe in all that you know, alien mm-hmm. stuff, that's they sent it all to Ohio, and none of it stayed in Nevada. You know, when I was, a, I'm sitting here looking at this map of uh, of the United States, the continental map, and I, I was thinking that, but when I was back in. Um, when I was back in school, and I believe it was grade school, like fifth or sixth grade, something like that, I could look at a map <clears throat> with all the states outlined, and I yeah. could you could point you could point to a state, and I could tell you what it was. I knew I knew what all the states were. I knew where all the states were so so well that I could draw a continental map of the United States. I could draw the states in there. I, I that sounds amazing. I know, but. But I could, and um, it's it's just amazing. Uh, and now I uh, I get a little miss. I get messed up now because I don't remember them all. But uh, but yeah, I used to be able to do that when I was a kid. And you know what? That was a result of our school system. <laughs> our school right. system. You know, I learned where all the states were. I didn't know all the capitals though. I was always amazed by the kids that could name all the capitals of the states. Uh, that was always amazing to me. But uh, yeah, yeah, we live in a pretty fascinating country. I'd like to, I'd like to do a study and find out how did the states get their, uh, get their boundaries. How did they get their boundaries? I have no idea. Interesting though. Uh, speaking of states, this map I'm looking at, <clears throat> it's a population, it's a population or a U.S. locations map. You know, shows you the locations, and it's the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> It's the 15 largest food chains in America, in the United States. 15 largest food chains. And coming in at number 15 is Papa John's. Yeah. And then they populate it with the locations. Papa John's has 3,009 U.S. locations. Man, that's a ton. Coming in at 14. What's that? So there's a lot of locations. <clears throat> well, that's not it. That's just number 15. Number 14 is Arby's with 3,407 uh, 3, locations. And, uh, you know, and you can, uh, you know, and the, the major location of all these things, all right, are on the East Coast, you know, um, between uh, Michigan and the coast and right there in that area the southern uh the coastal states uh so arby's number 14 number 13 is sonics the sonics drive-thru 3496 locations number 12 kfc with 4001 locations uh number 11 little caesars 4203 pizza pizza uh, I remember when, you know, I remember when Pizza Pizza, when Liz, Little Caesars came out and they said Pizza Pizza, you could get two pizzas for the price of one. 
That's why we always ate little pizzas on Thursdays uh, when the kids were growing up. Because we'd go get pizza, pizza. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Dairy Queen. This, this kind of shocked me. Dairy Queen is number 10. Uh, 4,437 U.S. locations. Number nine, Wendy's. Wendy's, 5,868 locations. Number eight, Domino's Pizza. Domino's Pizza, 6,218 locations. <clears throat> Number seven, Pizza Hut. Notice how all of the pizza pizza places are right there. Number seven is Pizza Hut with, with 6,800 uh, 73 locations. And I remember when Pizza Hut was a restaurant. You could go, you go in, you go in and you ordered. They used to have those eggs. Yeah, one of those down in Chester. Well, like the Pizza Hut with like was. the dining rooms, th those are becoming fewer and fewer now. You're right about that. Oh, yeah. yeah there we, got one. we got one in Chester. It's still a dine in. I, I love to get your pizza. I love going there. Yeah. Going there, order pizza and beer and, uh, it was a good atmosphere. It was a lot of fun. Pizza Hut, number seven, 6,873 locations. Number six, Burger King. Burger King was 7,114. I like I like Burger King. I like it. You see those? You guys getting the advertisements there with those, uh, uh, the uh, patty melt type hamburgers they're coming up with? The three of them in Burger King? Uh, you see any I'm advertisements? Sure yeah. Yeah. Those look good. Okay, number five, your top five. Top five. Number five, Taco Bell. I was shocked. With all the bad-mouthing that Taco Bell gets and all that, there are 7,118 locations of Taco Bells. 7,118. And they're all busy. <laughs> they are all busy. Yes, they are. Number four. <clears throat> number four. And judging by the map, this this totally surprises me because there is hardly anything on the east, on the west coast, and through the states of Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska. There's very few on the on the on the you know the west side of the Mississippi, and uh, going up from uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, north, very few. But the East Coast is packed with these. 9,563 9, locations of Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. America ah, that, runs on Dunkin', brother. I tell you what, we need more of them here on the uh At least on the, the East Coast, Coast we run. Yeah, yeah oh, they're, they're well, I know which names are going to probably be at the top of the list if we're almost at the top of the list. We got three to go, Eric. What do you think is number three, Eric? Number three. Um, Let me give you a location number. 13,651 locations in the United States. What would you say is number three? I would probably say Wendy's is three, McDonald's is two, and Subway is one. But we'll see if that's true or not. McDonald's, number three. McDonald's is oh, number wow. three with 13,651 locations. Number two. Number two with 15,350 locations. 
Starbucks. Ooh, wow. That's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you figure it started in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is all over the nation now. Okay, number coming in at number one. Oh, hold on. Oh, at, oh wait a minute. Oh, coming in at number one. Hold on. Here we go. What the French toast is going on here? Just playing with me. Coming in at number one with 23,494 locations throughout the United States. Somebody want to take a guess? Uh, I guess I'd go as airs, guess a subway. And you would be correct. Subway, subway. Oh, yeah. 23,494. Man. That that's I mean that, Subway is really that huge with 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 that many stores across the country. And and we yeah. know McDonald's is huge, but and McDonald's yeah, is yeah. such a popular name along with Subway. You hear that, Kirkley? Subway regional manager. Suck my balls. Sorry. <laughs> just let you know. Hey oh hey oh <laughs> well, well he got he, he got all testing me one time and he I was a regional manager for Subway. He was like, well, I was a regional manager for Domino's. I'm like, compared to Subway, man, get out of here. Anyway, just letting you know, Subway number one, Did you bigger say region. All, did you say he, he got all testy with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he yelled at me. He was like, oh, yeah, well, I made a five-figure salary when I was working there. I was like, a well, five-figure salary? Me too, buddy. Me, me too. Yeah, me, me too, man. Me too. Five figures. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you. <laughs> I wonder what the Christmas bonuses look like. <laughs> I was shocked five that uh, five guys, five guys is comes in on uh, top thirty. Comes in at number twenty four with a thousand thirty five, a thousand three hundred and fifty. Uh, well, they're still That's growing. A good place up. to get fries at. Yeah. Now the thing that gets me is they compare Hardee's. And Carl's mm-hmm. Jr. Carl's Welcome. Jr. came in you know, about 20th or something like that. And Hardee's comes in at 23. But they're the same restaurant. Right. They just Checkers call them Hardee's on the East Coast. Too. Yeah, and they call yeah. them uh, Carl's on the West Coast. But they're the same one. They're, they're identical. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, what other I don't know why they didn't think the West Coast would identify with the name Hardee's and they had to go with Carl's Jr., but... Um... Uh, there well, has to like be a the story mayonnaise. there somewhere. There's got to be. Just like with the mayonnaise. Why on the East Coast is it Hellman's? And here on the West Coast, it's best, best, uh, you know, best. No, no, no. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Up north is Hellman's. Down here in the south is Duke's. Oh, really? There's Period. three names? Duke's mayonnaise. Well, there's Duke's if you eat anything else besides Duke's mayonnaise, you need to be slapped by your mama. <laughs> Sounds like the country song Slap your grandma Yeah, but hey, hi Amber You snuck in on us, you ninja I didn't tell you that's, what Somebody slap your grandma Hold on a second, Amber We're having the big uh, mayonnaise debate right here with Russ So Russ, are you telling me that it's all the same mayonnaise though? Hellman's, Duke's, and uh, no, no, guys, man. I'm saying best foods and Hellman's are the same. Duke's is its own awesomeness. That oh, well, I wasn't and was see, delivered I wasn't on the eighth about, day. I wasn't talking about the what is the uh, you know, 
best mayonnaise. Best mayonnaise. Yeah, we don't, but we don't eat Hellman's around here. Like it's just, we don't. The only people that eat Hellman's around here are transplants. (laughs) So, do you guys are you a mayonnaise uh, family, uh, Amber? Mayonnaise, or are you? Okay. Did you guys? I need to share something with your audience. You already know because I already shared it with you. Oh, okay. I need to tell your audience what I discovered. It was the best thing ever. It's called. Hold on. Hold on. Do you need, do you need a, uh, um, let me give you a drum roll because yeah, I know what you're going to say. And uh, Amber, Amber needs a drum roll for this. Okay. So Amber, here we go. What are you going to tell us? Drum roll, please. This is the best dish you're ever going to eat. It's called vanilla ice cream, apple pie moonshine. And you can even add some whipped topping if you'd like. It was amazing. Everyone needs to try it. Now, did you buy that or did you yes, make it? No, I made it. I bought the moonshine. Yeah. Two jars <laughs> of moonshine. And it's I like said, a moonshine. Yeah, we need to have an intervention with Amber, man. Like everything what? she's cooking with here lately has alcohol in it. <laughs> like, That's my type of cowgirl right there, baby. <laughs> just have a little intervention. You know, we got meetings on Tuesdays over there at Outside of Normal if you want to start coming by. <laughs> so it Amber- was so good. As soon as I made it and tried it, I I, I text the old man. And I said, "Oh man, you got to try this. It's amazing. So good." Okay, well, take us through the steps. How did you make it? Okay, so first you put the ice cream in a bowl, then you pour the moonshine on top, mm-hmm. and then lately I've been adding some whipped topping on top of that, and it's oh. it's the best dessert you're ever gonna have. <laughs> so good. So it's like a moonshine float. <laughs> A moonshine, it is. It's a moonshine float. That's a good way to put it. Instead of a root beer float, it's a moonshine float. A yes. moonshine float. Russ is dying. Look at it. You got to Russ. Hey, Joseph B. Good to see you. Hi. Hey, Joseph Hi, uh, Jim she's like, She's like, I want to get drunk but not feel bad about it. What can I do? Let me throw some ice cream in go. it. And now I'm eating dessert. Make it a that's dessert. My, it's all, it's fine. my then. kind of thinking right there, baby. It's like yeah. rum balls, right? It's, yeah, it's, exactly. You don't cook or the rum, rum out of the rum balls and you eat yeah. them, yeah. Or rum cake, yeah. I mean, it's just that's an exactly. excuse to uh, get drunk. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am going to have to try it. Well, so, did you use vanilla ice cream? Yes, yeah. vanilla ice cream. And then I had Philip buy more because we were almost out and he was at the store. Wait, wait, wait. More ice cream or more moonshine? I have two jars of moonshine. Holy moly, Amber. You go, girl. (laughs) Right, old man? Right. Hi, my name's Amber, and I'm a a moonshine-aholic. Oh, my gosh. I should tell you the day before Christmas Eve, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was at, um, it wasn't BevMo. What is the other one? Um. Wine and hey, more, something like that. Um, wine and, and more. I don't know what is it called. Something. It's not Bevmo. I think it's wine and more. I don't know. Anyways, it was at we were. It's at. It shares the same parking lot as the mall. Uh huh. And there was no space to park for for this liquor store. Um, no place to park. I I found one. Thank God. Luckily, I found one. And I found my moonshine, and I had no idea. Every register had the longest lines available. Like, the the, it, the the store was crazy. Store was insane. I'm like, damn. 
everyone has the same idea as me. We all have relatives that we have to deal with. Yeah, everybody's getting ready for the holidays and that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, man. then too, but then too, Amber, I mean, um, they were probably buying for New Year's Eve too at the same time. That's possible. Getting it all but done. I, I figure there'll probably be another another line like that. Like I saw a six hundred dollar bottle of whiskey. I was just like, holy cow. I know someone can afford it, but it's not me. I just I want to know what that tastes like. From what six, I see, from what six hundred dollar <throat> bottle of whiskey. I'm like that from has what, to be the best whiskey ever. From what I've seen, uh, I used to like I well I like McAllen's Scotch, McAllen's Scotch, and uh, their most expensive bottle is well over a thousand dollars of Scotch. I wish I knew yeah. someone who wanted to buy that so I could just try it. I mean. I, I just, I'm blown away with the price. I'm like, how, obviously there's someone in this world that can afford that. Well, the it's thing for me, me I'm like you, Amber. I'm like you. I mean, I, I went into an Irish pub up in Seattle called Kelly's and I wanted to try scotch for the first time. So the lady goes, okay, well, here's our scotch menu. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to her. She was the daughter of the owner of the bar and I'm, you know, I'm looking at it and uh, their prices are there. And I go, so. Uh, what do you suggest? She goes, well, if you've never had scotch before, have um, McAllen's. I go, okay, all right. So I look into the McAllen's prices, and I'm going, what's this McAllen's? It's $75. Is that like $75 for a, a bottle of that? She goes, oh, no, that's for a shot. $75 oh, wow. for a shot of wow. scotch? Wow. Uh, she goes, yeah. I go, well, give me the $10. <laughs> give me the $10 shot, you know. And it was an 18 years, 18 years scotch for 75 bucks a shot. And I always wanted to know, I was like you, well, I want to, you know, if I drink that do the heavens part and I hear the angels singing, because yes, it's 75 bucks. A shot. And so we were out eating, we were out um, uh, eating dinner. It was a company dinner. Obviously the company's paying for it. Hey, you guys want drinks before we get going? Yeah, sure. So the, the, the bar, the barmaid came over to take our orders, and I go, "Do you got McAllen's?" And she goes, "Yes, we do." I go, "Do you got an 18-year McAllen's?" She goes, "Yes, that's pretty spendy." I go, "I ain't buying it. The company is. Give me an 18-year McAllen's." And so I'll be honest with you, Amber. I drank that. It didn't taste any different than the 10 or 12-year. Really? Wow. Yeah. So unless I, I've got a very weak palate, I'm going. I ain't spending 75 bucks on that. Yeah, I don't know, Amber. I, I just don't know. Uh, I have a friend of mine. Uh, they run Cooper's Candles here in the Portland area, if you like candles and that. But her husband uh, also owns a um, uh, a bar in Portland. Uh, it's I can't remember the name of it. Streetcar, uh, Streetcar Eleven, or something like that. But anyway, oh, he was telling coming. me about that McCallens. He got he got that. He got that astronomical amount bottle of scotch from McAllen's. You know, it was supposed to be like, gosh, I don't know. I mean, you know, 20,000 years old and, you know, yeah. I don't know. But I'm going, who's going to buy that? He goes, I, I don't know. Someone uh, he goes, will. I don't know. Someone will. Yeah. But um, I, I was, so I'm standing in line. There was the scotch. There was the whiskey. And I'm looking at the scotch. I'm like, well, I've never had scotch. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't remember the name of Callen. And I'm like. 
I kind of want to buy scotch, but what if I hate it? And then I just got this big bottle I hate. I just need to go somewhere and, and, and just order Hell, scotch. just pour it over some ice cream and pour some caramel syrup on it. <laughs> no, that's for apple pie moonshine. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Amber, you're so correct, though. I went to a restaurant. And when I and I ordered, I go, let me have a scotch. And they go, okay. And I go, just let me have the, just let me have the, you know, the house scotch. Just let me have the house scotch. And I thought all scotches taste the same. That was the worst thing I'd ever drank. And I'll, I'll never do that again. Yeah. If you don't know, if you don't know a brand, don't buy one because, you know, unless they, they were give like you a suggestion. dollars the cheaper with inflation, everything. The cheapest bottle was thirty dollars. I'm like, am I really going to spend thirty dollars on something? I might hate. I'm like, what if I hate this? And now I spent 30 bucks and I'm not going to drink anymore. Well, write down McAllen's. And then oh. when you go to order, uh, when you go to buy scotch, buy a McAllen's, you can get a 10 year, a 10 year bottle of McAllen's for, I think like 35, 40 bucks. And that's a good quality scotch McAllen's uh, do that. I think I would have it on the rocks. Yeah, that's good. I, I don't. I don't like <laughs> things on the rocks. <laughs> so, it's like, I think yeah, I that's have the, it well, on the rocks. I think I'd have it on the rocks. <laughs> I uh, I don't. I don't drink my Knock drinks on the rocks because I don't want them watered down. I do. I drink everything on the rocks. Yeah. Well, you know what? It wouldn't be Except watered down. Except my margaritas, man, drink I have it. them frozen. Well, that's it. See, Russ, it would be you watered down. Baby, it and yeah. But I'm Keep not going. a gulper. I'm not a gulper when it comes to scotches and whiskeys and that. I'm not a gulper or rum. My spirit drinks. I just sip them. I I'm a sipper. Phillips, like you, he doesn't put them on the rocks. I I prefer it on the rocks. Yeah, I don't put anything on the rocks. I'll take it straight up. But I shoot everything. Yeah, he does it. do it straight up yeah. too. I think that's a manly way of doing it, because Philip does it straight up every night he's been drinking a little bit of whiskey the only thing the only thing i don't sip at russ is beer i can i can gulp a beer down in a matter of seconds and that's how i drink beer i drink beer like a soda taste of beer i just drink it like that too oh have you yeah but what have you drank i mean have you drank a good dark um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. a good dark, dark beer. I mean, a stout. Have you drank a good stout? I mean, I've tried I, all kinds of beer. All kinds of beer. Hey. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was military, and that's what military men do. Yeah, did. yeah. I he saw drank. this one thing. I saw this one thing where a guy comes, they go into this bar. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a movie or what, but they go and they order beer. And the guy goes, yeah, what do you want? I'm, hey, I want to, yeah, can you give me a beer, a light beer? He goes, we don't serve fake beer in here, sir. <laughs> I thought, there you go. Yeah. What is with all these light beers? I, I don't get them. Coors Light, Bud Light. Oh, Bud Light's trying to make a comeback. It's dead. Uh, by the way, uh, they've got all Let the uh, they got all the big sports guys now promoting it. You know, trying to make it all American drink again. They all they ruined their reputation. It's done. Well, well I think they ruined beer by making them light anyway. Well, I mean, if that, you're gonna drink a beer, too. drink a beer. You know. Um. Yeah, that sounds like that Australian commercial. If you're gonna drink a beer, drink a beer. Yeah, and if you're going, well, I don't. Um, what's the Australian beer? Foster's. Foster's. Yeah. If you're good, yeah. Yeah. Ask how many Australian. Ask any Australian how many times they drink Foster's. 
I'm 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 just saying on all. our commercials, Foster's is, I think, is Australian for beer. I think so, Foster's is uh, the uh, Budweiser of. I'm Australia. sure it is, but but because that's no the no uh, South Oz says nobody there saying. drinks. He says nobody there drinks Foster's. They don't <laughs> even drink in the bars. I was just they don't even care it in a bar. Joseph says uh, Foster's is crap. Yeah. I'm oh, and he sure. says Aussies hate Foster's. I'm sure they. Yeah, Aussies they, they they don't even serve it in their bars. Well, yeah. that's not what our TV said. They said Foster's Australian for beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Americans down in the trailer park trying to be Australian for tonight. Right, speaking right. of beer, speaking of beer, if you guys are beer drinkers, speaking of beer, and you're saying I'd like to try some different beers from around the world, then you need to check out Ruku's Beers YouTube channel. That's R-U-K-U apostrophe S beer YouTube channel. He's got a beer review that he does, and uh, he he's sampling beers from all over the world. And uh, he does a great thing, and you need to check him out. Ruku's Beer on YouTube. Check out his YouTube. As a matter of fact, he's got his... 1000th video he is uh, i think he's already posted it i'm not sure but he's done a thousand video uh beer video reviews so check him out ruku's beer on youtube yeah this is uh uh getting your drink on uh becoming an alcoholic with amber may uh, that's right so I'm, I'm a good influence on everyone <laughs> how to keep serious in I'm, household i'm, I'm serious i'm gonna go buy me some apple pie moonshine you really should some, it's really good it's some vanilla very, ice cream it's so good well it's and so um good. and i would probably say amber your next challenge if you haven't already done it is i think you're going to look for that peanut butter flavored rum Oh, I've already tried peanut butter whiskey with hot chocolate, and that's amazing. Ooh. So you guys should do that. But I guess you'll probably look for it in the rum variety. Yeah, Ross, I think rum. she does need to go to your little intervention thing. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called cooking with liquor. Everyone does it. Well, because basically when I you don't. cook with liquor, like in the cooking process, the alcohol content's going to be burned out. Everybody anyways. don't do that. I don't cook gonna, with liquor. You're going to get intoxicated on it. One a teaspoon into the recipe and a shot into amber. <laughs> That's about a right. That's into the recipe, a shot into amber. Yeah. Well, oh no, I'd be the same. I did not discover the peanut butter whiskey with hot chocolate. Um, Philip introduced it to me in our last hunt, but when he went hunting uh, uh -huh. before that with his buddies, one of his friends who was a chef, trained chef. He doesn't work mm -hmm. in that anymore, but he, he was a very trained chef. He worked in the restaurant industry a very long time. He introduced mm -hmm. that to Philip. So he gave mm -hmm. Philip mm -hmm. some uh, uh, peanut butter whiskey in his hot chocolate, and then he gave it to me. Don't blame chefs for that crap. Hey, I saw a chef. One has nothing to do with the other. Being a chef has no, has no correlation with being a pansy. No. I didn't say that. I said chefs cook with liquor, and so do I. So there you go. Uh, no, not no all chefs cook with liquor. Pansies. Pansies. This, this, um, is, this is Wednesday and not welcome. Tuesday. This is Wednesday. Um, this beer is battered chicken and beer battered, you know, shrimp and, and fish is good. With beer. Yeah. You know what else is good with? You know what else is good with? Salt and pots. pepper. 
With it's, it's good with salt and pepper too. Yeah, without the beer. Oil brats in beer and it's What does the beer do in the What does the beer do it for should. the batter? I don't understand. It gives it know. a yeasty taste. That's all it does. It's it's it gives it a yeasty it gives it a, it gives it a fuller taste. It brings it brings out the flavors that may be hidden in the food and it, it just kind of explodes them out and gives you more and flavor. Russ is 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 making my point perfectly. perfectly. Yeah, that's what it does. Thank you. That's what it does. I know. That's what it's That's for. why I cook with liquor. But you can do that without beer. Yeah. For those yeah, who want to make it to heaven. It. It's, it's yeah, better yeah, with just, it. Just for those that want to make it to heaven. That's all I'm saying. Just keep doing what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, so, um, but Amber, to your point about when I was teasing you about, you know, a teaspoon in the food, a shot. In a, that's how I, I based my uh, ribs when I use uh, apple pie apple pie moonshine when i'm basting the ribs with apple pie moonshine i'm standing there basting it you know with a brush while i'm sipping it in a glass well you can't call me intervention you're the one who introduced me to apple pie moonshine and now i'm hooked because your show you told me about this thing that existed and i didn't know it existed and once I tried it for Thanksgiving, it's been on like Donkey Kong. Well, that's because I knew when I when I met you and I, I started talking to you and getting to know you, I'm going, this is an apple pie moonshine girl right I here. I am. I am so, <laughs> so much one now. Did Philip like it? Yeah, he had it last night. Yeah, that's some good stuff right there. Now I don't want. I, now I don't, I'm not going to. I'm not asking you this question because nowadays it's bad. It's taboo. You know. And you know this uh-huh. and that, but when I was a little kid, man, I was sipping people's drinks all the time, running around when my parents were together. You oh know, wow! You know, it'd be like uh, my dad would be drinking like uh, you know a, a Coors. I'd get a sip of his beer. I'd get a, I'd get a sip of my you know whatever my mom was drinking. I'd get a sip of the uh, you know Coke highs and and all, all kinds of stuff. You know, I'd be getting sips of all oh, kinds sure. of alcoholic stuff. But you can't. Um, you can't admit or say that nowadays because people get on you about your kids as child abuse and that. It wasn't child abuse when I was growing up. You know, the only thing they didn't give me when, I, when we were kids, the only thing they didn't give us was a drag off their cigarettes. No, they said, no, no, they did. This is back a good in the cigarette. day, parents use liquor for uh, numbing their children's teeth when they were. Oh yeah, teeth. hey, short pants, teething. Oh yeah, my mom. My mom used to use uh, whiskey on her on baby gums all the time. Or blackberry yeah, but she brandy. She, or... she was just rubbing it on there. She wasn't passing you over a fifth. <laughs> she wasn't having you but, take a swig. Well, that was a life hack back then. Yeah, but 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 Russ, when you when you you dip it on a Q-tip and you rub their gums with it, their little mouths are going like this. That's true. Oh, what is that nasty taste? mouth it tastes like the back end of a fermented frog's butt uh joseph no. says or <laughs> strong that? wine oh, we used to do that we did that with our kids i mean we did that with our kids we uh you know we put whiskey on their gums when they were teething and another thing my mom did was when we were coming down with the flu or or the cold or something she gave us hot toddies hot toddies that's something yeah. a lot of people do hot toddies yes and that's whiskey. Oh, oh, that, that's popular at the holidays what is that? That's whiskey. That's that's start. It's like tea, whiskey, honey, lemon, or something like that. It's like a. It's just a little tonic made. She would give us what those. What do you and- think Dayquil has in it? Doesn't it have? Oh, that's not alcohol. I, hey, when I was a teenager, we used to go on try to get drunk on Dayquil. 
Yeah. We'd buy Dayquil and go yeah, sit around that's and right. like this. Yeah. That's right, America. Keep doing your part to create an alcoholic society. Yes. You're right. <laughs> One cap at a time. <laughs> yeah. One cap so full guess of all I got Philip for Christmas, and it was a hit, and I knew it was going to be a hit. So Annabelle and I um, had a field trip to iFly. Does anyone know what iFly is? No. Never heard of it. Okay. I don't know if it's a national chain or just here locally, but it, it simulates um, – um, what is it called? Parachuting? No, yeah, parachuting oh, yeah, out of yeah. an airplane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it's they simulating. So you get in a flight suit, yeah. a wind tunnel. That's exactly what yeah. it is. And hey, wait, Jay, baby, put the recipe for a hot toddy in the uh, chat room right there. Go ahead, Amber. Bourbon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screenshot that. Good idea. Um, What's that? That's uh, save it for next year, right, Amber? Or maybe this year. Who knows? Or maybe tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you have, of course, yeah, a couple way, more days left till the new year. Tonight's good, too. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. it's a wind tunnel, so it simulates... Hey, you're just like getting parachute. over having the flu, aren't you? Are you Are you still sick, or you've gotten No, we're all, we're all over the flu. As of today, my kids are over the flu. Oh, okay, hey, good. Uh, well, real quick, Robert, I got well, that well, shirt. Well, I mean, because there was no alcohol included, and I'll tell you what I did. Okay. But first of all, let me tell you about this iFly. It was so cool. And Russ, I had no, I don't know why I didn't think about this at all. It did not cross my brain about how much wind is in your face when you jump out of an airplane. Oh, yeah. I just, yes. I never thought about it. And yeah. You've never seen videos of people jumping out, you know, when they yes, jump out of those the idea of all, like you, it, The idea of all this wind in your face, like to where it's hard to read, did not cross my mind. I mean, Big Penny, Big, Big Penny went on a, that was on her bucket list. So she took a tandem jump out of a plane and they filmed it and everything, you know, and she showed me the video and I'm going, what are those wings on the side of your face by your ears? <laughs> it was all the loose skin on her face. Yeah. So Russ, let me ask you this question. How did you guys manage to breathe when you're parachuting out of the airplane? I mean, cause that's hard. I found it hard to, to do. How did you guys you just, what'd you guys In your do? nose and out your mouth. Yeah. No, seriously, it, circular, circular breathing. It was. I know, was nobody something. did, Jay, baby. Nobody caught it. I caught uh, it. Yeah, I got it. it. I, I was, was just, just ignoring the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going back to the real conversation I was having. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay, tell everybody what's going on, Philip. No, I don't want to. You tell everybody. I don't even neither do we philip we don't know what we're talking about either <laughs> so anyways we get in this he said i don't even know what you're talking about woman leave me alone um well that that the flight instructors have have parachuted like hundreds of hundreds and hundreds have so many hours of very very jumping out airplanes right so they instruct us and they're in the wind tunnel you'd hope us. so anyway you'd hope so anyway well that's what yeah. they say so i'm just going by yeah. their word <laughs> yeah yeah you I hope so <laughs> i mean but this is safe i'm not gonna fall you know to my death in this wind tunnel so that's what's good but i mean there's there's really a, a strategy to it i mean i didn't know i just thought you jump and that's it but you have to hold your body a certain way and they teach you that and and um, you can go up really high, you know. It was really fun. So I bought Philip. Um, I bought him two tickets, 
and they're each four four flights each so we have a total of eight tickets or eight flights and I told him basically one of those tickets are for me so we can go on a date now is that what they call that wind tunnel thing that's Light? funny he, he bought him a gift and said half this is mine yeah is that what they call that going in that uh, that that you know that tunnel that air air thing is that what they call it a flight yeah, a flight. And yeah. there's so and he was very happy. He was so happy about his gift. I knew I scored when I when I bought him those tickets. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. That is But awesome. I scored a really great date night for me. And my mom was there when I you bought did. it and she already volunteered to watch the kids. So I have my mom that's awesome. gonna watch the kids and me and him are gonna go parachuting in the wind tunnel. Right. The yeah, it's a lot safer but than real life. Yeah, yeah. It is a lot safer. Oh, so you haven't done it yet, Amber? I did with with Annabelle. Me and Annabelle and my mom did it together at the field trip. But Annabelle and I only it's got it. to do two flights. This is four flights. Yeah. I was tempted to it's, buy like it's a skydiving without the parachute. Yeah. Yes, it's skydiving without the parachute. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was gonna buy the family pack because the youngest uh, person who can fly is three. And Philip seven, but my mom's like, maybe you should really just buy it for the two of you and have a, a really nice date. And we've never done. There ain't no like way that. in heck I would put my three year old in that thing. She would no. panic, dude. Like she would flip crap. Like if I pick <laughs> her up too fast, you should see her face. I can only imagine poor little Aspen in a wind tunnel. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. that would be so tragic, dude. That would be so tragic, man. So tragic. <laughs> so let me ask, well, you know, what could go wrong in that experience? What could go wrong? Well, the air could, you could get caught in the airstream and you could get sucked down instead of up and you could slam into the mat. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they have a mat there and it's not hard floor. Like they, a safety they mat? Have a, they have like a, a, a vent type floor where the wind has to come up from the bottom. So there's a floor there that has a lot of grates in it, you know, or you can get sucked up to the very top. I mean, I don't think anything that bad could possibly happen because the worst they can do is turn off the wind, you know. When they turn off the wind, you're slamming into that grate. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Usually when they turned off, they're better off, you know, like slowing the speed of it to try to lower you gently. that's what they do. They have an engineer that does that, that turns it up and turns Mm -hmm. it down. And then the flight instructors, they do all these fancy stuff in there. I mean, you have the flight instructor the whole time. And then if you want to go high, he has to hold on to you. And so we flew together and it was really cool. It's I'm like, afraid if they'd make uh, me. I wonder if they'd make me hold on to the flight instructor. Uh, the only thing that gets know. me is if I went there to do that, they'd look at me. I'd go. I'd get there and they'd look at me and go, "I'm sorry, sir. We do not have enough force to lift you." <laughs> no, they have enough force to lift you. <laughs> there, there is a weight no. limit, though. You're right. We have to go on. A scale <laughs> no, Eric, we I, I didn't suffer. I didn't suffer a skydiving injury. I, I suffered a landing injury. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. It was a sudden stop at the end that hurt. You know, Russ, that would be something I think you could still do is these wind tunnels because, I mean, it's very gradual. You you leave very gradual. You fly into the the wind tunnel. You literally fly in, and then right. um, the instructor helps you out. And it's I think you could do it even with your injury. I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah the question is, Amber, why would he want to? Because he liked to parachute. So that would just well, give him um, that thrill again without the Yeah, danger. I did. I did. 
And well, then, and I know you <laughs> still have again, like that picture stuff at the end, kind of. It might give you bad PTSD, uh, PTSD or something like That's that. That's what you the moonshine's for. Well, um, and, and I know Russ has, <laughs> has, I believe, shared a picture in the past of what his landing injury from uh, from his skydiving accident really looked like. And for anybody who saw it or hasn't seen it, we we if Russ is to, to share it, um, we do have to warn you that the image might be yeah, a little I graphic. To, I had to leave out and come. He back showed in me the X ray. He showed me the X ray, and it made me scream and run around the house. Honestly, him just telling <laughs> me how his bone went up his mouth. I mean, that's insane. Ouch. The poor guy. I can't believe. I mean, he's lucky he's, he's still alive. So aren't you, lucky Russ? that he gets to walk today. I mean, oh, I didn't. Guy I, is didn't I, I didn't feel any of it, <laughs> to be honest. Good. As soon as it happened, I was knocked out. Like it was like pop out. Done. Isn't I woke that up in wonderful about how God later. made our body to be able to shut us down when we're in so much pain? Like I think that is such a very nice thing that our He did for us. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. When we're in that much pain, he just night night, bye bye, good night. Yeah, and then he gave so us anyways, morphine for when you I wake up. I got the best wife yeah. award because I got a really good <laughs> gift for Philip. Morphine and moonshine for when we wake up. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Oh, so, any God. ladies listening well, to old man's and a podcast, little red button and a little red button you hit anytime it starts to hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that red button. When I was delivering babies. <laughs> I clicked that red button so many times, and then my doctor came in, and he's like, okay, we're going to get you off the morphine and on to Percocet. I said, no, I love my button. I love this button. She is hitting it like she is a contestant on Jeopardy. I was so scared that, like, kids were born so strung much. out on morphine. Kids were born I, was so, I was in so much pain from the surgery. Uh, I, I didn't want to lose that ability to take the pain away. That tells me right there that it was nothing but a mental hey, your pain. It was all a mental thing. Why? Uh, because you wanted the morphine. You could. I want. I want to know what the first doctor that ever did a C-section was thinking. He's like, we can't deliver this baby the right way. What's the best thing to do here? Let's cut her in half. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> there is actually a show. There's actually a show out there called uh, uh, The Nick. K-N-I-C-K, -K, The Nick. It's about the first, it's about a hospital in um, New York. The hospital was the Knickerbocker. And it starts out with them trying to um, uh, trying to perfect that procedure of a cesarean birth so they could save the babies and the mothers. It was a, they, they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't do it. They, they they would try to do the Caesarean's birth because they were trying to invent a way to save both the baby and the mommy and in birth in birthing and uh, because it's it's a very tra a tra traumatic thing to the body. Uh, it would me and Annabelle would not be here today if we didn't have cesareans because so, I could not pass her. I could not. My body was not big enough. So if my you could watch that, if you yeah. could watch that first season, that first uh, couple of episodes of season one of the Nick, it talks about that, uh, Russ. It really I'm does. grateful for it because man, I would have been dead like thirteen. Oh yeah, uh, I just saw that. I just think that's one of the you know aha moments in American history. Yeah, you know? it's like. We can get this baby out without killing anybody. Yeah. Oh, I just got to uh, see one done, man. They cut them in half, man. It's like, wow. Well, I don't know if I was cut in half because I'm still one person, but. Uh, yeah, like you might as well have so had quickly. the magician come and put you in a box and have half of you <laughs> roll to the left, happened. half of you roll to the right. That's probably <laughs> what happened. <laughs> 
Welcome back. Spain. So I got this. Uh, I see this reply to a message in X talking about the podcast, and he goes, "What does live mean? Podcasts are all pre-recorded. Of course, everyone records live, but we still edit the final and get up and gets uploaded." I don't get the term in its use here. And I'm going to reply. I'd be like, you, sir, are an idiot. Are you dumb? <laughs> I'd be like, you, sir, are an idiot. Yeah. Spanky and Beans are in the show. Man, they had a funny show on Saturday. Spanky and, and Beans. Oh, yeah. Did you just that. say Spanky and Beans? <laughs> yeah, she beans said and Spanky shows. and Beans. Spanky with Beans. Spanky. Oh, I got yeah, it. Spanky and Beans. He, he didn't bring a can of beans with him. Oh, oh yeah, you were, you know, you, know, you won Maybe some he did. cool Maybe merch he did. from Crazy Maybe with a K. That's right, Amber. I won. He may have brought the can of beanie weenies. I don't know. It was such a funny <laughs> Hi, Monica. And I won the contest. And so I, I got to get with the lady and figure hey, out what took- I won. But they did a trivia contest and I was the winner. It was fun. The whole show, man, I was laughing so hard. Wasn't it funny, Eric? Oh yeah, <laughs> we we had a we had a good time on Saturday night, and then of course Scooter's mom recited the the night before Christmas story from memory, was, and she she seemed like she was in really good spirits, that even was though impressive. you know her you know her dementia has really you know taken a toll on her, and I know that you know John DeVito's dad is in the final stages of, of dementia as well, you know, and and this also being the holiday months and and the year wrapping up, so we're definitely keeping those people in prayers. And, and other people suffering from, you know, from like other illnesses. But on the good news is I talked to um, a medical reporter and she did a 10 <laughs> part docu-series with physicians that are curing Alzheimer's. So if um, you go to the anime show podcast site, which is here on Podbean, go look at that episode. Um, it, we talk about some of the things that lead to dementia, Alzheimer's, um, and then we couldn't cover everything because it's only an hour program. But if you get the 10 part docuseries, I'll talk to the doctors who are curing Alzheimer's and dementia. It's phenomenal. So it's right here on my podcast. You can go check it out for yourself. Check it out. But that was a fun show, man. We had some we had some live ladies in that that show. I Whatever mean, happened and to that? That was fighting over Santa Claus and everything. It was something else, huh? Whatever oh, yeah. happened to that little promo you used to put out there, old man? For, What's that? Uh, was it for the podcast Overlord, maybe? Where at the end you was like, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> uh, let, yeah. I, don't even, I don't think I have that queued up. Mm, no, you I don't know, have it. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll have to start, well, I'll start playing it, it again it? just so you can go. Oh, no, no. I do it. Welcome, uh, <clears throat> I do it on the Podbeam, the Podbeam promo. Promo. The Podbean promo at the very end. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Podbean, I'm going to yeah. play it for you right now. I'm going to play it for you right now so you can hear it. Here we go. Thank you, BP. Yeah, the elevator music kicking in. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbeam to host the Old Man's Podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbeam Podcast app to start recording and publishing 
your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos a la podcast de Okay. Okay, so um, so this guy here. Yeah, that's what that's um, what you just send to that guy on Twitter. Uh, so this guy here, he's <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, got a, uh, I guess he's got a podcast. It's called Signal Jams. He goes, "Quick jolt of podcast goodness for Generation X: Ye old art of conversation between people without scripts, reviews, insights, and personal stories three times a week." So. Uh, uh he's actually somebody that i follow anyway so i replied to him because he goes what does live mean uh, podcasts are all and so i replied to him i said we are live now go to we go live every morning monday through friday 7 a.m pacific 10 a.m eastern after which i process and post the recording of the show but we do it live get the Podbeam app and check out our live show and you'll see what we do well, yeah. um, absolutely. Um, I, I don't understand. You know, if, he, if he does podcasts, I don't understand. He doesn't understand the concept of doing it I live. That's just weird. Well, um, I, I think like the beauty of doing it live is like we're, we're talking to each other. Hi, Samantha Yeah, and we also have... Um, Hi, Monica. You know, I'm trying to think. You know, like interacting in chat. I mean, and you might even have listeners coming in our live those who might be inspired to do their own podcast and of course you know if, if shane under the 620 patio account is still here like if he wants to come up and promote tonight's you know episode of his and, and lucky's podcast we'd welcome him coming on yeah um, and fridays yeah. is also our promote your podcast day yes yeah come on in and let us know but uh, i want to say to uh, samantha leanne hit that follow button because if you changed uh from well, one account to another you might not be following the show so Please hit that follow button. Hey, yeah, of course, everybody does their recordings live. Sure. We all, you know, we do, you know, everybody records live. But the difference between doing a live show and recording the show is once you do your recorded show, you get in and you edit, you take out dead space, you take out um, ahs, mm, uh, anything that you don't want in the show, you edit it. And then you, and then you, uh, uh, that's all post. Uh, that's all post-production work that you do. And then right. you post that show. The difference in doing a live show, like right now we're doing live, and like what Outside of Normal does, their show is live. Beans and Weenies, I believe their show they're is, they're live, is that you get what we give you. I mean, what we do is there. There's no cleaning it up. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Whereas, we give what we give you. And yeah, that's that. 
Right. Whereas Amber, I believe your shows are all pre-recorded yes. and, and that kind of stuff. See, we are live. Yeah. It's just like I stream it. I do stream it's like, my shows. It's like beans and weenies. I mean, if you can't if if they edited their show, if they did all that kind of fancy stuff and edited their show, they would you would miss half their sh- half the good stuff from their show. Their show mm-hmm. is and Saturday was really funny. Their I'll show is their show is awesome, and you gotta. I tell you another thing about the Beans and Weenies. It's one thing to listen to them. You listen to them live on Podbeam. That's a good way to go. I mean, everybody does that. Or you can but watch your you, video feeds. If you can watch them on on Facebook, uh, uh, are you guys on YouTube still? Or they're on Rumble. Um, Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, yeah. and Twitter X. If you can watch the video in, watch them live their video feed, that is so much better because they'll post things. They'll, they'll make things visible for you to look at what they're talking about. And that's the way to go. I'm, I'm telling you, that, that's the way to go. I thought, uh, see, uh, I thought some, some lady was in their studio because she was, that was crazy with the K. On, yeah. She was on their channel on the Podbean side when they, when she spoke their icon lit up. So I thought she was in their studio. So I thought she was married to one of them. Apparently they have some fancy way of doing Amber, you think everybody's having some kind of affair or relationship no, with everybody. That was Mr. T. That's not me. Don't get confused. <laughs> oh, watch out, Spanky. Next thing you know, Amber's gonna be claiming chain uh, claiming uh, claiming you and uh, you'll be her boyfriend pretty soon. Well, I think Mrs. Spanky would probably be telling Amber to back off. <laughs> well, you know, Mrs. Old Man would be jealous too. Mrs. Old Man. Yeah. Who's the oh, you mean Grammy? Uh huh. Grammy. Mrs. Old no. Man. No. <laughs> she she Mrs. Old Man. Oh, she's probably gonna blush at this later. Grammy will. She would have said if Grammy heard you, she'd say, "I am not Mrs. Old Man. I'm Grammy." Well, okay. I know. But it fit what what was just said about Mrs. Spanky. So I'm like. If the shoe fits, wear it. That's, no, that's right. Good. That's, that's all I'm saying, old man. Hey, but anyway, everybody, check out the Beans and Weenies podcast show. They go on Saturday nights. I believe it's uh, – uh, post your time in there, uh, Spanky, when your show is. And uh, don't forget, you guys are more than welcome to come in on Fridays and give a live a live uh, promo for your show. Uh, but do check them out. And and then, too, tonight is the 620 Patio Podcast. And, uh, yeah, if, um, if, uh, Shane's there or lucky me and they want to come on live and tell us about it, they can, uh, there they are right there. Um, Hey Shep. Good to see Shep. Hey Shep. Uh, hey, Shep. Good morning. Going on, buddy? Oh, not much driving. How you doing? Great. You want to tell us what's going on tonight? Uh, tonight, oh. tonight at 7 PM central, that'd be 8 PM Eastern and, uh, five o'clock. Pacific, I believe. Yeah. Um, yes. We will uh, be doing a show on addiction, not drugs or alcohol. So okay. different addictions. Oh, nice. And we have a lot of uh, input for it, and I hope the panel will have some input back. That's all right. Cool. Yeah. So Maybe come and join us for our first. Out of it. Maybe we can get yeah, Amber we're, over there. We're so leaving alcohol and drugs out. Uh, sex and her uh, her escapade. <laughs> right. What? With all <laughs> yeah. her addiction to sex listening. toys, I was just checking to see if you were listening. <laughs> <Amber>. <laughs> uh, 
We'd be glad to have anybody on the panel with any other addiction besides drugs or alcohol. I will alcohol. have you know, I am a nice girl. I'm like you are. Next door. Mm-hmm. I'm like apple pie and moonshine. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Always cheating on the old man. All I ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I mentioned a little bit this uh, morning during the music show that uh, I felt like I was, you know, co- uh, I'm, I'm kind of codependent on Grammy and how people can be addicted to relationships in that. Uh, are, is that along the same lines? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yes, yes, we're yes, we're going to cover all sorts of addictions. So because codependency oh, wow. is not good. It's an, it's not a good. No, thing. it's not a good thing. No. Yeah. Nope. Yep. That's how people get caught in, caught in, um, into abusive, uh, abusive relationships. Abusive relationships. With narcissists. Right. Thank yes. you. Yeah. I was in one for 20 years. So there you Been go. There. Well, yep. I like the idea that you're going to talk about the addictions that don't deal, that you're not going to talk about alcohol and drugs and, right. uh, you're probably not. Other addictions. I think everybody has an addiction. It's just, uh, some people may not classify as an addiction too. Yeah. So. Well, food food can be an addiction. Yes, yeah, food, food can be an addiction, mm-hmm. and the lack uh, of food self harm, lack yep. of food can be an addiction. Self harm. So it sounds good. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I so, can, yeah, come to our show at seven p.m. If you'd like to join in on the panel, that'd be great. We'd love you there, everybody. Is your area Everybody's code six two zero? Yes, mine six zero two. Ah, just transfers. And if you yeah. can't miss, if you can't catch the live show, be sure to download it. You can yes, download it. it. It's you across all platforms, except I ain't got that stupid Apple picture figured out yet. So, uh, Oh, you got to just size your picture down. Just get it. Yeah, there. I'm working on it. I'm so crazy. Shep, Shep sent me one the other day. I think it'll work. I just haven't gotten there to it go. yet. Perfect. So. Perfect. All right, brother. brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Let's all solve it together. Come on. Hey, uh, Mayor Crazy. Look who just showed up. Now, now that's now that's who was in that's who was in the uh, Spanky and Beans and Weenie show. Yes. Oh, that's who I have to get my. She emceed the the trivia contest there. Right? Is she who I have to get my prize from, Eric? Mayor Crazy. Yeah. Well, she well she's working on getting your um getting your prize and. You know, sent, sent to you, but she's got to get your information first. She was so funny on the show on Beans and Weenies. They are crazy. She's a good host. She's a, she's a good podcast. She was hilarious. I mean, she's got a very interesting personality for sure. Well, she has her own podcast, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, she does a chill show mostly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amber, you, you know, you continually She, she is the mayor of Crazy Town. She is the mayor of Crazy Town. Uh, Amber, you always... You never cease to amaze me because I think you are aware, you are aware of all this stuff, but uh, um, apparently, you know, you're not. So, um, uh, yeah, um, a lot of these people and and, and crazy and, spunky here. And the reasons and reason why people is because when um, Amber hasn't really been that exposed that much to Podbean, she, has she? Amber, uh, I mean, she's not a. Uh... Social butterfly and pod me. She she doesn't really float around that much. She's not a pod hopper. She's so busy with her own podcast, her politically oriented (laughs) podcast that she does that that you know she's uh, she's kind of still kind of new to uh, this popping around and uh, pod hopping and that kind of stuff. So I've been on pod being probably longer than most of you guys, but pod hopping is something I haven't done a lot because right. Like you said, 
I just came up with another bill that I'm going to run by my legislature. Uh-huh. My legislator, I, I'm come. I just came up with. That. I think it's a great bill. I'm going. That's bill number four. So I'm working on legislation. I'm yeah, a PC committee man. I work in the financial sector. So if people need financial advice, I could I could help you out with that. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a podcaster. Your I'm girlfriend. So, your, your your girlfriend to a bunch of other guys. <laughs> You're a floozy. I am not. Floozy. I, I am. I am been a faithful wife to Philip Hilliger. <laughs> and you're yeah. and you're fun to tease. And you're a co-host. You're a navigator for the Oman's podcast. Yeah. And uh, we're glad to have you with us. Amber. Well, I'm Thank just you. glad to see Mayor Crazy on our show. Oh, she pops in every She's, now and then. Yeah. She says she followed you on on Twitter X. By the way, you, you just got to follow her back and message her. Yeah. I just forgot my fourth bill, so I got to remember it because it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph says you're a podcast wife. But I was going, yes, I am. I was going to uh, text my guy today, and then um, I saw you were live, so I forgot about my bill, but it'll come back to me because it was a good one. Well, I was kind of sad because, you know, we were off Monday and Tuesday. That means no Shonda and no uh, no Amber May. Yeah. And then we're off next Monday, the J- January 1st. So another day with no Shonda. But we are coming back. We are doing a live show uh, January 2nd, Amber. So you, that's your That'll day. be the first Tuesday with Amber May show of the new year. And then Wednesday, we're going to be making the Wednesday Navigator co-host announcement. So you that's definitely right. got to be here for that. That's right. And, and we, I, I'm going to change uh, the name. The name on Wednesday, Amber, are you paying attention? The name on Wednesday is going to be the uh, Wild Card Wednesday with... Why do you got to do that to me? boy or a girl? Why do you got to get me all mad at me? Fire up. You've got to tune in that, Shep. Yes, Shep, it is a boy or a girl. Yes, it is a boy or a girl. (laughs) Welcome back, Lucky. Um, Thanks. I would not do that um, Amber, yes, you would. Yes, you would, because you. I would tell you, Amber. Christelle, don't tell welcome. me because I will blab. I will blab. Don't tell me. I will blab. Then why aren't you blabbing this time? If you keep secrets, then why aren't you blabbing this time? Hey, hey, Amber. We wanted to be a surprise. It's fun. It's fun messing with you about it. Well, um, this once and for all, or not? Just wait till next Wednesday. Loose ships sink ships. Yeah. You're not not sinking ships because you're not blabbing. And you say you can't keep secrets, but clearly you can. Well, (laughs) you're not going to wife guilt me into telling you. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're pulling the wife. You're pulling the wife guilt card and see uh, that Even works Russ on, and Eric know. And that works on Philip. We're sworn to secrecy. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're sworn to secrecy. I, That's not fair. Yeah. Well, look at Lucky Mia saying she don't know. Not uh, all alone in the wilderness. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure J Baby. Hey, it's not a boys' club. I'm sure J Baby knows. I'm sure she knows too, well, and, so that is not fair. And Come the, on. Well, and I think the new, she would 
Baby said she would tell anybody, she would tell anybody and everybody who it is if you go and buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff off of Glow Flow Denver. She'll tell you. <laughs> um and, and I've also got another announcement to make. You know, the January trivia contest will be taking place starting Friday, January 12th, and running through Friday, January 19th. Uh-huh. Oh. And oh, the, we the category the subject for that trivia question will be games. So definitely be thinking about, you know, like card games, board games, or... Mind games you with Amber Day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, you know, something along those lines. Because a fifty dollars gift certificate to Glowflow Denver will be up for grabs for the lucky winner, and we're going to be and I'm going to be distributing more of like the free autographed copies of Arch Candy's book in the in the podcast listener appreciation gig we've got going on. So yeah. that's something to be on the lookout for. Uh, everybody, I hope everybody understands. All you people listening on the downloaded app, that no Amber May and I are not mad at each other. We we have great respect and love for each other. And we also understand too that this is all, and and, every, and all the other navigators, we understand that this is entertaining. We are here to entertain mm-hmm. you, and uh, we do what we can to get you laughing and giggling. And you know, and if we make you go, "Oh my," that's part of entertaining you. It's all a bunch of fun, and we have a lot of fun. And uh, I have Amber, a funny story about that. Okay, so you know, the yeah, other night uh, when we were doing Christmas music on your yeah. show, yeah. and yeah. Philip was fixing the chair. Yes. And Russ and I were going back and forth. Philip's like, he's just trying to get your goat. I said, I know, Philip, this is an act we do. I know he's trying to get my goat. And I go along with it because it's funny (sighs) and it's entertaining. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) I am offended, sir. (laughs) And she says all that. She says all that, Russ, as she goes into the back room with your little voodoo doll she has. No. it would need oh we have fun we're here to entertain you i mean there's so but much thought, serious stuff out there hey I if you want to sure my husband would know it's an act right and he's like he's just trying to get your go he's whispering it to me i'm like i know philip well how and often I'm, does he listen to the show you know when we do the friday show he listens because i sit uh-huh. by him and he plays his video games and he oh, likes okay. it remember he chimes in sometimes yeah we love it when he does we love it yeah. when he does Hey, but, uh, you know, I mean, everybody, we're, we're surrounded by all kinds of negativity and hate and anger all the time. And, and we just try to have fun here. We just try to have fun here and uh, make you guys laugh and giggle, make you have some fun before you go out the door. Uh, but now, if you want a serious podcast, if you want a dead serious podcast on uh, political things that are going on, by all means, tune in to Amber May's podcast. Tune into the Amber May Show podcast because she does dive down those uh avenues especially if you live in the state of arizona and that's where amber is and uh she's on top of it she knows what's going on with the political scene and it's really fun having her you know because she's she is such a political person but to have her come here and just cut loose and uh you know and and to be that mom and to be that wife and that and that uh girlfriend to all the pod boyfriends that she has the pod boyfriends uh you know you're not even paying attention um, guess to me. what? I just got picked up by two radio stations in the UK. Oh, nice. What? Yeah. My show's going to air um, on one of them. I, I'm i not sure yet. I have to go back and read the emails if I'm going to be three days, three times a week or once a week. But I know for sure the Scotland station's going to pick me up once a week for now. 
and then see how it goes. It might pick me up three times a week. And I, I'm not sure if the, I have to go back and look at the email. If the other one in the UK I, is going to pick me up three times a week, but I'm definitely getting picked up. Well, I, I expect you to promote the old man's podcast show. Uh, like we do you, I expect you. Oh, look, Nasty's all quiet. I see you saying nothing. Yeah. Well, all my shows are pre-recorded, and you know how I do my intro. At the very end, at the very end, you can go, all right, well, that's it for the Amber May show. Check out the old man's podcast on Podbean. And I mean, you can do it out there like that real fast. You know, I mean, you know. I do promote this show on social media. Who's who's drinking something? Who's drinking? I just heard somebody. Uh, That was me. Is that moonshine? That's sweet tea. (laughs) Oh, I love me some sweet tea. Amber, you know I'm just pulling your chain. Come on. I do promote you on social media. I know you do. Everybody does. And you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome the way you promote this podcast. We wouldn't be where we're at today. And wait till you hear the year-end numbers, people. Because I will share that with you on... Oh, man, I'll do it on Friday, the 29th, but we still have two days after that. So, but I'll show you, I'll share with you what's going on with the podcast. Look at your other girlfriend and how sweet she is to you and how she's trying to help you on my show. Huh? Look at her, your other girlfriend. Well, look at what J-Baby posted. That was very smart of you, J-Baby. Yes. Well, J-Baby's a businesswoman. She can think, man. She's a thinker. You accuse me of cheating, but... (laughs) <laughs> I know well, we have a thing with Jay, baby. It's well, she, the thing is, sad. Amber, I actually, actually, I, yeah, I kind of cheated, cheated on her with you. I so. know. And you say that about me and I'm a floozy. You're the floozy. I'm not a floozy. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> Shelby calls you baby or what, honey, or beer or whatever. You need, to, you need to revise that though and just say, you can catch me live on Laguna Not Media's The Old Man's Podcast. And there you go. Great. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Because the he, old man's podcast is, is now Laguna Not Media. the The old man's podcast is part of Laguna Not Media. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, well, yeah. and other pals on Laguna Not Media. You know, you've got Crazy Lady. You know, who might be contributing? I, I believe them. Um, you know, Short Pants Robert with his graveyard quandaries. Shep with the Shep Shack and um, the Potluck Podcast from Low Standards and Pores. I, I do believe, right, Russ? That's true, and the six two zero patio. Six two zero patio. Yep. Uh, partners with the uh, the Pults. And and you the Pults. Yeah. And Caps. Yeah, and the illuminated brilliance of Caps. That's right. I thought you were going to say the Illuminati. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, the illuminated. It's well, the illuminated brilliance of Caps. <laughs> that's a that's one of your shows right there, Amber. It is and one of and hopefully, hopefully soon, some six two zero patio merchandise. Right, Russ. That is very true at the beginning of the year. You'll find that coming out soon. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Wow. That's some good stuff right there. Yeah, I'm in. Russ, you and I need to get together so you can give me what kind of verbiage to say because I got to, going into the first year, I'm going to, uh, obviously, I'm going to keep the the Podbeam intro. I got, I'm. I'm uh, I'm obligated to do that for Podbeam, and I'm going to do that with Podbeam. But I want to do another little short thing uh, with uh, you know for the show, like you said, because I, you know, I, you know, the Laguna Not Media, they blah 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 blah. I need I need right. I need something to uh, something to uh, 
to uh, to read. And uh, I don't know. I might get. Uh, I might have uh, somebody record that for me and do that. Like uh, like maybe a, uh, you know, I don't know. I have to find. It's Roberto to do it. Roberto. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but the Spanish one would be really good, like for Laguna, not media, you know, because I, I think that would be great of you to have that, Russ. I'm telling you what, it has done wonders be. for my podcast having him do the intro in Spanish. It's funny because we know someone who speaks Spanish, not just me, but a lady named Monica. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yes. So like, she's another well, she big, came into our live show. She's another big pusher Monica. of the old man's what? podcast. I mean, she's pushing us out there into her. Uh, her well, audience, and, her Mexican-speaking audience. Yeah. And I think the podcast she's contributed to here on Podbean and elsewhere, you know, you know, she she's really brought brought a level of new energy to. And we mentioned this on the Tom After Dark show Friday that, you know, it's like here on the Old Men's Podcast show, we love the energy that Shep, Doc, Russ, and Amber have brought to us. Yeah. And then plus, I want to incorporate this into our into an introduction. I want to incorporate the uh, the two thousand three uh, the the 2023 award-winning podcast. Oh, once, once oh, now that we're over the flu, we're going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you don't have Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Monica. You can just be like, uh, Laguna Not Media presents the two-time award-winning podcast, The Old Man. And what, show? I guess show. <laughs> the Old Man's Podcast Show. Unless you're hired. <laughs> No, no, I want to just like that. The old man's whatever it is show. Yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) I'm Laguna Not Media. I don't know, Russ. I might, I might want you to do it. Yeah, I might want you to do it. I don't don't Well, I know Shep didn't really get to talk very much this episode, but I know he'll be back tomorrow for our final throwdown with with Russ show tomorrow. Well, Monica is in, so she's willing to do the Spanish if you want her to. Oh, she, oh, she could do the Spanish intros. That yeah, we could all not only have Roberto, we could also have have Monica. So we could have have, a, have it balanced out like a, a male version and a female version. Now you might be wondering, you know, why why go through all the introduction things? Because you know, the people come into the show, they meander in, you know, after the introduction and all this and that. Like a lot of people know, I have like about you know five minutes of introduction in the show at the beginning before we even get going. And they, they'll come in after that's all done. That's so fine and dandy. But you got to remember, everybody, your podcasts are also going out on download. So what do mm-hmm. people listen to when they first listen to your show on a download? They should be listening to an introduction. You should have Absolutely. some kind of introduction for your show, not just, oh, hi, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to get going here in a minute. Oh, we're waiting on people to <laughs> oh, show up. I can't no, stand no. that. I can't stand when podcasters do that. I can't do <laughs> no, start a live like show the, and like then the they inter- say we're gonna wait a few minutes for people to join. No, freaking a that wastes my freaking no. Time. You got people. You got people. Stop and just do the dang show. You got people listening to not. you right now wait. on down. <laughs> right now on down. <laughs> well, I'm, I like how like the Beans and Weenie show updates their like, show there. intros. <laughs> Because I even like the one intro they did of like Spanky complained about like the heat wave and talking about a funeral procession that went through the Dairy Queen drive through and then buying a loaf of bread at the supermarket. And by the time he got home, it was toast. Yeah, something. You need some kind of introduction because people on the download are listening to you recorded. And they're not, you know, they want to hear now. Once you start, they want to hear now. So think about your downloads. Think about doing your downloads and that kind of stuff. And uh, man, I don't know. 
Tell Tori to cut it. So cut it. Can, I, cut it can I give a PSA Five minutes. about okay, hurry up. Go ahead. for the flu? Hurry, go ahead. Because we're going to close down. Go ahead. Go ahead, Amber. Okay. This is what I did. So I used a neti pot, and then I got ivermectin, and I have some doctors, drstellamd.com, promo code Amber May will give you ivermectin prescriptions, or you can go to um, Dr. Meehan at meehanmd.com, he'll give you ivermectin. I went to Dr. Stella and got the Covivites, and then I went to the wellness company, twc.health, the wellness company, twc.health, and I got their spike support. I did, and promo code Amber. So I did, it saves you money. I did the the ivermectin in the morning, the Covivites in the morning, and then in the evening, I did the spike support. I did not even have a fever for 24 hours because of this protocol, plus the neti pot. So less than 24 hours, my fever was gone. Within two days, my cough was gone. So that's the protocol to get over the flu. No body aches, nothing like that. Yeah, take care of yourselves. And uh, if you missed everything that Amber just said, download the show. <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Well, um, definitely be on lookout coming up at the top of the hour, give or take a couple minutes for rest to do the lunchtime outside of normal, and be on lookout for Caps to do his chill show as well as Brent and Scott to fire up like a chill show or headline news show. But And I'm sure that we'll be finding out from Brent and Scott very soon, like the, the new headline new, new show schedule. So, um Hopefully, if Brett and Scott are listening, they'll keep us posted. And then prime time tonight, you've got the Sucker 82 Alpha. If they're not on Podbean, look for them on the video feeds. Look for the Potluck Podcast with Steve, Bob, Jeff, and Jen. Um, and be on lookout for 620 Patio with Lucky Me and Shane and, and the Pulse Wednesday Night Variety Show. And join us back here 22 hours from now when we do the Thursday Throwdown with Russ Brown and, and, and company. Yeah, and you saw in the chat room, you saw a gentleman, Joseph B. Make sure you check out Joseph B.'s podcast, uh, The Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning podcast. Check out Joseph B.'s podcast. He's there. Uh, it's good times, good times. If you're looking for a podcast, you don't know how to find a podcast or what to look for, make sure you go to Pod- mm-hmm. Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook. It's like an index that you can look there and get that checked out uh, and find out what's going on. Under five members strong. With, uh, with the podcast there. If you know, if you need another index to find for, for podcasts and that, check out Feedspot, F-E-E-D-S-O-P-T. Check out Feedspot.com and check there. They're a big index of podcasts that are going on. And you'll find that the Old Man's Podcast is in their top 100 of family-friendly podcasts. That's kind of like a, oh, yes. that's kind of like being on the Billboard Top 100 on music. You know, the 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 placings kind of change every week, but we are in the top 100. We've been at the number one spot. We're currently, I think, in the number two spot. But you can check them out. Check us out on the download. You can download us, of course, on Podbean <clears throat> and on our webpage www.theoldmanspodcastshow. Uh, the Old Man's Podcast. Dot com www.theoldmanspodcast.com and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and a slew of others. Just uh, check us out. Tell your friends and family to check out the Old Man's Podcast. Hit those follow buttons. Continue with the downloads. If you miss the show, download it. Binge on the Old Man's Podcast. 
We got hundreds of shows out there for you to listen to. We are just thankful and, and thank all you guys for all your support. Like I said, 2023 was an awesome year for our podcast. And you guys mm-hmm. are you guys are the best. You guys are what made it. Thanks, Shep. Thanks, uh, Shane Thanks, from the man. 620 patio. Thanks, Amber May from the Amber Be May. Be here tomorrow, Shep. And thank you, Russ, for joining us. You guys are yes, awesome. Sir. And check so, out Tick Radio, too. Don't forget that on right here on Tick Radio. Yeah, And Eric. Lunch Spanky also is another one to be on the lookout for, like on, on Podbean, Facebook, and Clapper. Yeah. A lot of good podcasts out He's there. Make sure you Clapper. check them out. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And since Amber's with us today, we're going to close the show out with Philip. Philip's going to close the show out. Philip, what do you got to say, buddy? What do you got to say? Hi, I'm Philip, and you're listening to the Old Man's <laughs> Podcast on Podbean. Later, Gator. All right, we're out of here, everybody. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow with the Throwdown with Russ Brown. We are gone. Absolutely. Um, Later, Gators. Later, Later, Gators. Gators. Gators.